What's going on, people? It's your boy Cleechy or Kells or Cleech back on the Rambling Mind podcast. How y'all doing? Welcome back to the show. This is the first official podcast. Last week, I dropped a little trailer to give everybody a little idea of what to expect on this podcast. Today, we're going to get into rambling and bambling and going all over the place with different kinds of topics. In case you don't know it, my name is Kalichi, like I said at the very beginning, and this is the Rambling Mind Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of stuff. And today, we're going to be talking about a few things on business, a few things on uh, in the world of sports, and a few things in the world of, of food. But anyway, let's get right into it. So, first thing I have for y'all is this news article I read on uh, Morning Brew, and then I actually read the full article on Axios. Uh, If you don't know what Morning Brew is, it's a pretty dope, really uh, minute newsletter that they send out every morning, and it's pretty cool because it gives you an idea of what's going on in the world of business, and... uh, I'm more moving into that realm of understanding what is actually going on, where money comes from and all that good stuff. And I saw this article and I've been kind of keeping up with that a little bit more and reading. But anyway, I saw this article and it was pretty interesting. It's basically, uh, there was a round table of, I think, 180 CEOs and other executives from the world's biggest companies. And they came together to discuss... A new, as it says from Axios, a new philosophical shift in how they define the purpose of a corporation, which is pretty interesting. Basically, the idea is like they're trying to switch from where they've always been so focused on shareholders' interests first, where they focus so much on stock prices, shareholders getting their money back investors making sure they're getting their uh dividends back and all that stuff to now focusing more on all the stakeholders so the stakeholders includes the employees that work for the company the customers the investors and society as a whole because as we know in society right now there's a lot of backlash going on going happening to a lot of corporations whether it's facebook with the issues that they had during the political campaign uh, or whether it's twitter and the issues they've had whether it's facebook and the disclosure of people's information all over the place whether it's amazon uh google apple all these companies that have just in one way or another have just done something that have made people upset about the way that they're they're being treated and i think as one of as they pointed out social media has created a platform from for everyday people to criticize corporations over their roles in income inequality, like if you think of uh, like Amazon doing their whole uh, where they're trying to ensure that people have jobs and they give people pay raises, it wasn't because Amazon is nice. No, it's because they were being forced to. Climate change, all these companies, they're always like talking about this is what we're doing for the climate. Why are they doing it? Because they're losing money because people are like, oh, you're not uh, environmentally conscious. We're not going to buy your stuff. And finally, uh, the working conditions that they put people in that again, Amazon being the key one, the way they treat people in their warehouses, the way they run their stuff, like just like meat, meat beans or something like that. And many other things that people really care about in today's society. It's no longer just about make a good product, sell it. People actually care about how is the product being made? What goes into the product that you are making? 
what causes, what are the environmental circumstances around the product that is being made? How does it affect me in the long term, not just today? And so that's one of the reasons where CEOs are no longer seen as just CEOs. They have to take stances on different things. For example, uh, the CEO of Salesforce, was it Salesforce? I don't think it was Salesforce. Uh, I can't remember, but the CEO of the networking company that was behind uh, HN uh, re- removed uh, the protection he had for HN because of he, he was just like, there's so many shootings going on in society. There's so many different things going on in society. And this HN is a place where it seems to be allowing that to grow and allowing those sentiments to grow and stuff like that. So he pulled the protection he had on their internet service and so all of a sudden HN was down the next day because it just got DDoSed and all this other stuff and he just basically got killed if you don't know what DDoS is where people uh smash into somebody's network and just keeps invading the network until the network can't take the information being coming in so anyway that's why HN right now I think HN is dead in the water but anyway main point is CEOs can't just be like oh we're just do making the best product and doing what we can. And other, no, they have to take a stance in society and have to pick sides about what they stand for, what they don't stand for, or they face the circumstances with customer losing customers, losing money, losing revenue, and that's a big deal. On the other side of that is where they focus so much on shareholders and mainly just playing towards shareholders. I mean, you think of. Any company today, the number one responsibility they have as a company is to the shareholders because the shareholders give the money for investment and the shareholders want to make money. That's why they give that money for investment. So they want that money back. So shareholders in this day and age are like, yo, what y'all talking about? We're going to be concerned about all the shareholders don't care about how the money is being made. Shareholders only care about money being made they just want profit they want to make sure that their money is going to the right thing so one of the things is uh that people are worried about as far as shareholders which is like big shareholders are like yo hold on we're not so excited about this whole thing that you guys think you're about to do at the end of the day we are we are very much still in charge about if we give you money or not so there's a big divide there but the thing is shareholders also realize that in the workforce and the dynamics of what's going on in today one of the things in the labor market that's happening is you can't just offer good benefits and a good salary to people anymore a lot of people require a lot of other stuff to go into it for example why do google employees keep uh protesting when google does stuff about company policies and stuff like that because they know that they have some kind of weight they have some kind of power to be able to change the way the company is and to be able to be able to create some kind of change so labor force now matters a lot and the labor market is tight it's super tight to be able to get good talented people to come work for you is super tight any any place any company you go to will tell you like the number one thing that is the biggest focus for them is their labor force do we have enough people to do the job that we need to do but anyway that's one of the main things. But the thing I saw when I read this, it was cool. It was interesting. It was like, okay, cool. They had a powwow moment. They came together and they said, we're going to care more about other people and not just about the bottom line. But then I was like, but really, what's the substance in that? Because, you know, companies out here are always doing PR stuff. They always do stuff to look good, to get the hoorays and hurrahs. But when you actually look at it, there's hardly anything that changes. 
And that's the thing. Like, it's very... Even after reading the article and even after reading the whole thing, it's like... There is no real, like, what are they actually going to do? There was no real substance. There was no real, like, this is what we're actually going to do and put into practice what we're saying. It was very much, very vague, very much like kumbaya kind of thing. Everything will be fine. We'll figure this whole thing out. It will be fine. Whatever we decide to do, it'll just, it'll just work itself out magically. It'll just be good. It'll just be a wonderful thing and it will work itself out. They never really like focused on like what are we actually gonna do to actually enforce and put into place where we focus more on the customers, where we focus more on our on our employees, where we focus more on what we're doing in the in what we're what we're doing to the environment, where we focus more on all these different things. They didn't really sp- state that fact. They just kind of like we're like oh we'll figure it out and it'll be good, you know, you know, it'll be alright. But anyway, it's just like it's just interesting to me to read about this and see how how society is kind of changing where um people now employees customers now kind of drive and are able to get companies to kind of break a little bit not all the way but just a little bit kind of nudge them in the right direction to even start thinking about this because in the past we would never have seen any articles like this we would never have seen anything uh come out where they're saying we will do something that is common sense for the good of an environment. It may cost us a little bit of dollars, but we'll do it to help the environment. We would have never seen this a few years ago, but we're seeing more of it now and today, which is great, which is which is a sign of progression. But at the same time, I would like to see it put into action before I say, oh, yeah, that's going to be great. But anyway, that's that's that. I'll put a link to an article talking about it from the Wall Street Journal and from Axios talking about a different different aspects of it so in the in the show notes you can go check that out but second topic today which i just this this i just you know what let me just read it to y'all because i think it's it's too good it's too good y'all will love this so i'm just gonna read this again i'm surprised to a lot of different stuff it's a article from the washington post and it's talking about the white house has drafted up a task a tax cut proposal I am not opposed to tax cuts if they make sense. If a tax cut makes sense, I'm not opposed to it. The only reason I find this article interesting this time around is because of the way it's being proposed. Um, so they're proposing a tax task tax. My gosh, I cannot talk tax cut for um, because of all the issues with the trade tariffs and they're hoping to help stimulate the economy that way. <laughs> the only ironic, and this is being proposed by the White House. The thing that's ironic about this is on the other side, you still have President Trump still insisting that the economy is still in a great position and is still in a great shape. Where you have economists saying, if we're not c- careful, we're going to start going into a recession due to the trade tariffs, due to the trade war that's going on. What this makes me think of is, you know, that meme where you, that dog is sitting at a table and his house is on fire and he's drinking the tea and he's just like, this is fine. And everywhere is just on fire, but he's just like, this is fine. That's to me, that just feels like what Trump, uh, what President Trump is doing. It just feels so much like he's going to do whatever he wants to do. 
and everyone in the world is like freaking out about the trade war freaking out about how it's impacting if you don't know how it's impacting it's impacting germany to where the 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 central bank in germany is about to announce that if they have another so recession is defined by two back-to-back uh quarters where you have a instead of an increase in the economy you have a decrease in economy so germany is about to go into that if something doesn't change and germany is big on imports and exports is one of their biggest thing is well every country is big on that but one of the biggest things exporting goods out of germany and that's the whole trade tariff is really affecting them but anyway it's just funny how like president trump touts like yeah we're doing it for the economy we're doing a great job this is going well but then every economist every country is just like yo what is going on we are trying to figure this thing out you have companies talking about are reducing their overhead reducing how much they think they're going to be able to make this year telling investors look this year we're probably not going to be able to make much money we're not going to be able to make that much profit and they ask them why they say the track the trade war is a big issue right now where we know it's going to cost us something all these things are going on but you have president trump that is over here talking about the economy is doing great, man. We're doing the best we've ever done and all this other stuff. And you you read all these articles and it's like, hold up. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like the house is on fire, but the message that is being pushed by President Trump is completely different from the message that everybody else is, well, maybe a few people are not, but everybody else is pushing. And I just find it, I just find it hysterical just like watching news from one outlet and how they're freaking out watching news on another outlet and how they're praising it but it's just interesting to note that actual like people who are just bystanders that are studying the whole thing are like look if we're not careful we're gonna be in deep in big trouble so one of the reasons they say that is a lot of investors are now running away from making investments in actual companies and run into government bonds. And usually, when you start seeing investors put their money behind bonds, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing for them to be shoving their money to government debt rather than to secure government debt rather than to uh, investing in like companies. And when you start seeing investors do that, that shows they don't have a lot of faith in the economy. They don't have a lot of faith in consumers buying stuff. Because they just trust the circumstances that are going on. So it's just interesting to me to see actual investors making these moves. But then on the other side, you just hear like President Trump saying, we have the best economy there's ever been. We are winning the trade war. ETC, ETC, ETC. It's just like, it's just interesting. It's just, it's just the whole thing is just very, very interesting to me. But anyway, that, that's those were the two news articles. And I'll link them down in the show notes. I say down in it like it's a YouTube video. <laughs> By the way, if you don't know, I do do YouTube, so check out my YouTube plays. It is Leechimane, that's L-E-E-C-H-I-M-E-N-E. I make videos on different things, on emotions and all that good stuff. But check it out, that's the YouTube page. But back to the show. Uh, What we got, what we got. So I, another thing I want to talk about, another, I love sports. And Premier League is back. Well, it's been back for a couple of weeks, but nevertheless, it's back. So, I'm a fan of Manchester United. I know, unfortunately. And they had this game on Monday against Wolves. And I have to say, even as a Man U fan, that goal, if you if you haven't seen this, you need to go check this out. That goal that Neves scored, that goal, that that's probably, unless we see something better, that goal might be goal of the season, man. That goal was 
disgusting. That goal was so disgusting. Like, it was off of a corner. My guy lifted the ball up and smashed it upper 90. There was nothing, absolutely nothing David De Gea could do. He reached, he tried his best. He was like, I'm going to get this thing. And he just, he could not. The thing hit the top of the bar and went in. It was disgusting. It was such a goal. It was such a beautiful goal. But then on the other side, you have Pogba missing a PK. My dude. It's because he switched up his run up. He switched up his run up. He was over there. He used to do that slow run up. And people were making fun of him. And people were talking all kinds of stuff. People were saying he's making fun of the whole thing. But he was scoring goals though. He was scoring the penalties though. He switched up his run up and he missed. Well, he didn't miss. The goalie saved it. But nevertheless, he missed. It was like, ah, it was in the bag for Man U. They did all the hard stuff to get the penalty. They played so well, but then to still lose the game. My gosh, that hurt. My gosh. Ah, that's so unfortunate. It was such an unfortunate thing, but, ah, but it's good for the Premier League to be back, man. Mm, Soccer is back in full force. I think uh, the only league, yeah, everything is back. Yeah, every, every league is back now, so. It's fun. I love I love soccer. I love football. Not soccer. Who am I? Football. F- football. Football. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. But anyway, I got a couple of uh, interesting. I, uh, I'm going to be trying to do these things where I drop like some interesting articles that I think you should check out or something like that. There's an article I just read up on. I believe it was Axios. I want to say. Let me look this thing up. No, it was the New York Times. It was a New York Times article. And it's talking about how your phone number might be a better identifier for you than your full name. And it just talks about how the uh, a reporter on there sent her, her, her phone number to... Sorry about that. Sent her number to a background check-in agency, a security agency... And just with her phone number alone, they were able to pull up her full name, were able to find, find out where she lives, were able to find out her date of birth, were, not just like, oh, her birthday, her date of birth, were able to find out uh, how much she paid in property taxes last year, were able to find out the, her mom's name, her sister's name, her like her, both of her parents' full name, not even like full names. And these are the questions that they ask you, security questions that you will get asked on your bank, or your credit card, whatever. Like these are the questions that are usually asked. And they were, and the report, the guy was telling, or the person that she was interviewing was saying that we could have easily found out all this information and easily hacked into any one of your accounts and done whatever we want to do. So it's just an interesting article talking about, um, talking about just how important it is to be very selective about who you give your phone number to and where you share your phone number because that information can be very dangerous and then for the final thing that we're going to talk about today is the Popeye's chicken sandwich everybody going crazy everybody going crazy over this Popeye's chicken sandwich man and like everybody's doing all kinds of stuff talking about how Popeye's is coming for Chick-fil-a and all this other stuff and it's just interesting, like, the whole dynamic with Popeye's coming out with this thing. I mean, it's probably good. I ain't tried it yet, but I'm, I'm, I want to try it. I want to try it because Popeye's, Popeye's got some good chicken. What can I say? They got some good chicken. But the thing about a chicken sandwich, it's not just about the chicken. 
It's about the bun. It's about what you got on that thing. Can you make a good chicken sandwich? There's a reason why Chick-fil-A rules the chicken sandwich game now. There's a reason why they rule the chicken sandwich game. It's because they're able to do it well and do it consistently. And then on top of everything else, Chick-fil-A just treats you like a person, man. They just say, hello, hi, how are you, human being? You're not trash. You came to eat with us today. We thank you for that. Everywhere else, hey, what you want? Go on, go on, say what you want. I ain't got the time to be talking to you. Just come on, say what you want, and just keep it moving. That's that's how it feels. But anyway, people going crazy over Popeye's chicken sandwich. I ain't tried it yet. I need to go try this thing. I think it'll be dope. Y'all need to go check this thing out anyway, but... I just thought it was interesting, just the whole fanfare that's going on behind Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. And I thought I would share that with y'all because I'm hungry and I kind of want to go eat. So I'm going to end this podcast right here. Hope y'all have a great one. Hope y'all are enjoying your week so far. And I hope to check out more of these podcasts in the future. Let me know what you think. And how do I just, you know, hit me up on Twitter. The name is Leechy Maine. Hit me up on Instagram, though, because that's where I usually am at a little bit more active. By the way, follow me on Instagram and on Twitter if you hear, if you check out this podcast. Again, the name is Kalichi or Kells or Leechy Bane or Leech. And this has been the Blabbering Mind Podcast. I'm going to catch you all on, on the next one. God bless y'all. Peace.